You know what's great? Going to a game. You know what's not great? Parking at a game. With Uber, you can turn event parking into a non-event. Just install the Uber app. Into your destination, confirm your location, and within minutes, a car will pick you up. I know, right? With upfront fares, you can know the price before you go. And you pay with the Uber app so you can save your cash for the souvenir shop. So make tonight a fun night. Install the Uber app now and take your first ride today. Uber, the better way to get there. Log Talk Radio. love conversation and what I was finding out 
was that when I was having conversations with my girlfriends and acquaintances, and we were like in our 40s, 50s, and 60s, people were still having, uh, uh, getting uncomfortable with having the conversation. I mean, one yeah. minute you might be giggling and laughing and things, but then it started getting into some real uncomfortable things. And, you know, even talking about sex being nasty and dirty, woo, I was about, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, you know, I just started going within and saying, you know, what can I do to help create a better uh, way of conversating and thinking and feeling about sex and feeling about uh, the whole well-being of sexuality because I truly believe, Andrea, and I know you do as well because this is your passion and your purpose, is that it's that this beautiful sexual experience created by God is for all of us and it's for our total health and well-being and the pure pleasure, of course, of having that intimacy. So... To be to, to be on the show tonight and to, to be launching this experience is absolutely awesome. And I just thank Spirit for waking me up in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and saying, you've got to do a show <laughs> with Mondria and let's start this conversation. So, wow, we are two amazing, beautiful souls doing God's work. Yes, we are. See. Yes, we are. And I want to thank you for waking up in the middle of the night and having that vision. <laughs> and <laughs> because, like I mentioned, you know, um, I I am a sexual wellness coach, but I teach adult sex ed. And so I didn't see doing a radio show where we'll be reaching, you know, not just you know the the crowd that I um, do the classes for in Baltimore, but you know, we're able to expand the classroom size, I guess, because this is on the Internet and people can call throughout the country and the world and, you know, and tap into what we've been, what we talk about in class and, and then just expand on what, we, what we're learning and what we're doing. And I'm just um, overwhelmed and just blessed to have the opportunity to, to do this um, with you, Zee. I really am. Well, you know what? It's it's my pleasure, and I tell you, since I've been coming to your classes, when well, first of all, when I saw up on Facebook that you were doing classes here in Baltimore I, on Wednesday nights, I was like, okay, this is where my this is where I'm gonna be on Wednesday nights. Adult sex ed. Adult sex ed. I'm sorry, yeah. what you say? <laughs> No, I was saying it on Hump Day Wednesday. Yes, how about that? I love that. You you created that, right, Hump Day Wednesday? Um, but, you know, it, it has opened my awareness to um, my body. You know, I, I have a call that I'm on uh, the Love Journey experience, and I, I welcome my Love Journey family if they're here supporting us tonight. I love you all so much. Um, but um, our beautiful love goddess Janine Ann Ingram is always talking with us and sharing with us how to love our bodies, how to really, really love ourselves through touch and, you know, looking at ourselves in a mirror and becoming more aware of our beautiful femininity and masculinity. And when I started coming to your classes, I got really comfortable 
in class with other beautiful souls being able to, you know, you move my body and those beautiful movements that you have us doing, and I'm hoping that we'll be able to share that with the family and just really feeling the energy and how it moves, how it was so relaxing. And, and that's, you know, part of the whole sexual health and wellness experience, movement, the yeah. breath. You taught me how to breathe, and I know you're going to be talking about that. So I'm just so grateful all the way around that you're here and we're doing this together. Yes, yeah, so am I, so am I. And um and that we we are creating a space to have to to explore sex in a holistic way. And it sounds like with the love journey that's what they're doing and and we're doing the same thing because sex is about energy. I mean, we are a testament of that energy in the physical form because we're here. You know, our mother and our father, you know, got together, had sex, <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, to make a long story short, <laughs> you know, we are here. So um, it's just sad that and mostly in, in popular culture and society how they took in sex and made it more perverse and more about the, the spiritual, the bump and grind. And I like to say, you know, it ain't always about the bump and grind, even though that's fun, but that's not what it's all about, you know. So um, it's about, the, again, the, the spiritual part of it and connecting with yourself. You know, in class we do the breathing exercises and we do the movement and we're tapping and, you know, doing all these different things because, we want to honor ourselves because how are we going to be able to love someone and give if we're not doing that for ourselves? Mm, absolutely. Yeah. That is so vital. You know, mm-hmm. when, you know, first of all, when we get, when we really get this whole idea that love and sex and sexual wellness. You know, Marvin Gaye started something. You know, I don't think people really get where he was coming from when he talked about sexual healing. And, I, you know, I think, you know, people, like you said, you know, about the bump and grind, but it's about that inner, it's about that interconnectedness. You know, it's mm-hmm. about the intimacy. And, it's, and, and it, it really isn't even about if you have a partner, if you have a partner that's awesome, but some of us don't have partners, so you know we can have our, that same intimacy with ourselves. So I, you know, that is one of the things that is so beautiful for me that I'm seeing it in such a different way, and I'm so grateful to be in a place in my life where I can not only talk about it but feel it and see it as a beautiful way of keeping myself healthy and mm-hmm. well. Because you know, yeah. I know you know more about the endorphins and all that stuff. I'm gonna leave that stuff up to you <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> but you know, when those oxytocins and all that stuff get to moving and motivating, woo! Then my my heart is palpitating, and you know the blood is moving throughout my body, and I'm creating help, more health and wellness in myself, and so is everyone else. So I know yeah. we're gonna be talking a lot about that stuff, and Vondra, I want our audience to know that, you know, I, I certainly am not a medical expert. So, you know, if we offer anything, you know, any suggestions, go see your doctor first. <laughs> go find <laughs> out if, the, you know, some of the suggestions we may be offering, and, you know, you are able to physically 
do. Um, and then also, you know, look up the things that we're talking about and, you know, look up, do your own research and things. So I uh, just want yes. to put that out there. Medical disclaimer. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you, B. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and I, even though I am a certified holistic health coach, again, but not a doctor, um, we are – Again, you know, we're we're having adult conversation here, a fun adult conversation. And, um, you know, I look forward to what we have to come. We're going to have some amazing guests on our show. We're going to have some succulent and juicy topics. And, and before we delve into tonight's topic, um, what I wanted to do was, being as though this is our first show together, I wanted to kind of lay down some ground rules to um, what's to be expected from us. Um, first, this is a rated R show, <laughs> and even though it, it has that rating, not you know, not to to get it confused with it being vulgar or anything like that. But as I mentioned, you know, we are talking about sex. And um, even though, you know, for the most part we'll be using proper vernacular, um, you know, I don't want to hear no mess if we're talking about the art of fellatio or congolingus and we might throw out the word dick instead of lingam or, um, and, or pussy because that is part of the mood of the conversation. And so I just wanted to put that out there so, you know, moving forward that that is, um, you know, that the the conversation won't be compromised in the result of us not openly being able to express what or explain whatever it is that we might be trying to explain here. Um, and then another thing is open-mindedness, all right, because, again, we're not just talking about what some people might be used to hearing. Um, we're going to be talking about um, sex from a holistic point of view. So holistic means the whole body. So we threw the nutrition in there because, you know, if we're not eating well and if we're not bringing nutrients into our body, then that's not serving us. All right, and we not be, we might be, you know, experiencing a few things as a result of us not doing that. So you might be hearing some things that you not, may or not have heard um, on the street <laughs> or mm-hmm. even, you know, in sexual education classes that you may have took in grade school. And believe me, this is not in grade school. <laughs> um, <laughs> sex talk, because we are grown now, you know, and, and being so, you know, we don't back through some grown folk experiences, right? <laughs> Absolutely, yes. yes. This is grown, yes. grown folk conversation, and yes. I want to thank you for saying that because you know, uh, you know, fellatio and all that stuff. That's, that's nice talk, but you know, I'm straight up. <laughs> you know, I talk. I, but you know what? I do love lingam and yoni. Oh my gosh, I just think those words are just so beautiful. But you know. Take a pussy works for me too, so I yeah. you know don't want to offend nobody. And you know if if it's an offense, this may not be the conversation for you. So, mm-hmm. but um, you know, yeah. and I know tonight we are going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects, 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let before before I go on with that, where you finish with the ground rules, I think we should go ahead and complete that before we talk about our subject tonight. <laughs> Well, you know what? So far, I think those are the ground rules. There might be more to come, but okay. <laughs> but um, and then we're gonna have a good time. This is this is fun. So I want it to be fun, um, not just for me and Z, but also fun for the ones that are you know tuning in as well. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that I, I'm looking for or desiring, Vani, is that people will come here after a long week of work <laughs> and say, oh, my gosh, it's Friday night, and them sisters are going to be on the line talking about love and sex and talking some good stuff and maybe even getting me in the mood to have a little fun tonight or create a wonderful, amazing experience for myself, with myself, or with my man or my partner. So um, they'll be looking forward to Friday nights at 7.30, enjoying this amazing conversation. So without further ado, if you'd like to just jump right on in, why don't we do that? All right. So we wanted to bring in our first show with a bang, right? So what better way? (laughs) Well, fireworks, right? So what better way to bring it in with a bang and with fireworks than talking about the big O, baby? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you might ask, okay, well, what is the big O? I mean, some of us may not know what I'm talking about, but I'm talking about orgasm. Mm, Just saying that word just then. Chills throughout my body. Orgasm. Yes, orgasm. <laughs> Love orgasm. <laughs> oh, man, look, I'm cutting up already. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, before we, you know, get into it, let's talk about, that's my computer monotone voice right there, so you guys might get some of that. Um, when I'm getting, you know, real technical. So the technical term for orgasm is a series of involuntary muscle contractions and um, that happen in the genital area. Unlike the contractions you might be experiencing after, a, you know, a workout on your abs or something like that, that's not the type of contractions that we're talking about. Orgasmic contractions, well, they feel great, like Tony the Tiger would say, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, so that's what we're going to be talking, um, talking to, uh, talking about tonight is, um, is orgasm and um, how to um, heighten your orgasm. And this is also, you know, we may not be able to cover everything tonight. Um, Fienzo will be here every week. This is going to be a continued conversation. But, we, like I said, we wanted to start off, um, let's talk love, sex, and nutrition. I was the thing, and I felt it was right that we, you know, we start with that. What do you think, Dee? <laughs> yeah, you know, it, I, I love the, the I love to talk about orgasm because I love orgasm. Um, but you know, one thing that that you that I read in the blog that you posted was that orgasm is not just about 
the experience that we have in our genital area that we can have orgasm mm-hmm. uh, in our everyday life. You know, to really get into an orgasmic state of being. And mm-hmm. I had to think about that. I was like, have I really ever been in an orgasmic state of being on a, on an right. everyday basis? So maybe we could talk about some of the ways that we can create that because wouldn't it be wonderful to just kind of float around in an orgasmic mm-hmm. state of being <laughs> throughout the day, you know, um, you know, yeah. maybe at work and people are looking at you like, wow, where is she? You're in your orgasmic state of being. So how is that possible, Vondry? How do... How can people get into the orgasmic um, state of being? Well, one of the things that I feel is important is being in the now, being present. Because a lot of times we aren't that. We may try to be or say we are, but when we're having conversations with others, with our partner, or in traffic, we're not being present to our surroundings and what's going on with us. And so that's one thing that I encourage us to do is to to stop and to be present. Because one thing about orgasm is that, you know, when you're experiencing an orgasm, you don't care about what's going on in the outside. You know, there's no expectations. You're just, you're present in that moment. So that's one thing that I encourage us to do. And then, girl, breathing. I mean, it's just as simple as that sounds. A lot of us aren't doing it in a way that is giving us um, full full breath and full vitality. So the the importance of our breath and um, either by yourself or with your partner, with your, if you're with your partner, you know, breathing in unison and breathing deeply. You know, we live in a world where we're constantly going, going, going. All right, we got work, we have children, we have grandchildren, you know, we have all these different things, and we do a lot of, like, up-top breathing where our chest is, you know, um, heaving, you know, up and down. So what I suggest that we do, encourage that we do, is that all my listeners, all the listeners, I want us to to breathe, okay? So we're going to take a deep breath in together. We're going to inhale through our nose. And hold it for a few seconds. All right, and then when we exhale, we're just gonna go. Ah. All right, and we're gonna do that again, and we're gonna breathe in, and again, just let out. Ah. And you see how soft and gentle and how calming that is. Yeah. And we're just breathing, honey. <laughs> but being present and being present to our breath, and we'll get more um, into some other techniques that you can do. But these are just a few takeaways that you can take with you this evening to just again to be present and to be to breathe. And because you know, part of being in that orgasm state is you know you want to be kind of like already there. So when you're with your partner. Um, you know, you're not going in there all agitated, frustrated with all the problems of the world coming in. You don't want to bring that into the bedroom or the kitchen or the dining room floor. <laughs> <laughs> you, know? you 
don't want to bring that there, all right? So we want to be present to that and then breathing. And then, you know, in class I talk about using our five senses, and we've been blessed with with these five senses of taste, touch, and feeling and, and sound. So even with me breathing and listening to the sound of that, you know, is very calming and soothing. So in, in touching ourselves in a way where, you know, it's light and delicate and, um, you know, because our, our skin is our biggest um, erogenous zone, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, so to be able to touch yourself and your partner in a soft, gentle way and having the intention, the intention of love and unity and intimacy. I mean, those things right there, I mean, those are, those are some starters. There's some other things, but those are, you know, those are some starters the, of how to go about in life, you know, just having a more ecstatic and a more orgasmic way of being. You know, that touch thing is so vital, Vondria. And what I, you know, when I think about how you can live an orgasmic life or be in an orgasmic state of being uh, daily, um, it can just start as, as in a simple manner as when you get up in the morning and you take a shower. You know, that yes. you really, we really pay attention to touching ourselves. And oh, if we're blessed to be able to have a partner, to you know, maybe be getting up and going to work at the same time, to be able to shower together, to take those few moments to just, you know, apply that touch. Uh, you know, I believe that if there was more sex happening first thing in the morning, you'd probably have a lot less road rage as people are going to work in the morning. You know, people are in traffic, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And, um, and, uh, and everybody's all hyped up and everything. I love the sound of these dirt bikes. Um, and, uh, and you know, and, and, but if you've had a wonderful orgasmic experience and some touch, and mm-hmm. so and kissing and things like that that uh there'd be a whole lot less angry people going to work in the morning, so I would say you know with the breath that you're talking about and with touch, it's a wonderful way to be able to uh create that orgasmic experience yes. throughout the day, yes, and I like the word that you use the of creating because. We have that power to create, all right? And when we become more conscious of our power to create, we can create whatever experience it is that we want. So by being present and doing the breathing and the touching and the sound and, oh, and the food. Oh, you know I'm a foodie girl. So, (laughs) um, (laughs) you know, by, by doing, you know, all these things, Hello. Did I lose you, Vani? Okay, I don't know. Maybe her phone dropped. So, um, but uh, let's just to go to go on. I, I know we're, we're going to be going into a commercial in a few minutes, but uh, one of the things that I want us to uh, get uh, is that touch is really. Vital, absolutely vital to our well-being. And if 
we don't have a partner family, if we don't have that special someone, then please do that for yourself. You know, you could start at your toes and work your way up. Um, Vani talks about uh, tapping, uh, doing a gentle tapping, uh, starting at the crown of your head and going to your forehead and around your eyes and under your nose and under your chin, in your chest area, around your breast and into your abdomen. And so all of that touch is absolutely vital and important and to me uh, is all a part of having an orgasmic experience. Um, the other thing that um, while we're waiting for Vondry to come back on the line is I wanted to share, um, you know, there are different kinds of orgasms and, you know, they are different for women and for men. Um and uh, when you have uh, orgasms for women, we often talk about um, we often talk about um, women being able to have multiple orgasms. But I've been learning, and men oftentimes not being able to do that. So those, that's something that we're going to be talking a little bit about later on in our show. So I'm back on. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was just sharing with the family. uh, Thank you so much. uh, Thank God uh, for you being back. But I was just sharing with the family that we are going to be talking a little bit about the different kinds of orgasms as well, the difference between orgasms for women and the difference between orgasms for men. And one of the things that I found out that I did not know is that men are able to have multiple orgasms, um, but that orgasms uh, and ejaculation are different. I did not know that. So um, I want us to come back after the commercial and maybe delve a little bit more into what the orgasmic experience is like during sex, during our um, sexual relation with one another. Is that okay? That sounds good to me. <laughs> All right, Miss Vani. Well, if we can go ahead and do our commercial now because we know we want to get to the hot and juicy part of the subject, and so we'll get our commercial going and then we'll come back in a couple couple minutes. favorites in R&B, hip-hop, jazz, 
house and rap. Join us every Thursday where there's something different. The first Thursday of the month, ladies, it's for you. Total empowerment with the owner of Simple Wellness Hair and Day Spa, Angela Hardy. On the second Thursday of the month, join relationship coaches, Reverend Arlene Cahet and Reverend Harvey L. Bailey on One Love, One Connection, One Us as they answer all of your relationship questions. On the third Thursday of the month, men, it's time to man up with our own sacred masculine, Reverend Jamel Gilliam and the Sacred Masculine Show. On the fourth Thursday of the month, join me, Reverend Harvey L. Bailey, in the inner consciousness as I talk about self-help. When we have a fifth Thursday of the month, you can join Reverend Arlene Cahet with the Healing Paradigms right here on the Family Healing Circle where we heal your mind, body, and soul every week. Go Harvey, go Harvey, go Harvey. <laughs> that was Reverend Harvey Bailey. What a beautiful uh, man! I'm telling you, I love the music, everything. Thank you, Harvey, for your um, for sharing everything that's happening on uh, the Family Healing Circle, and um, invite the family to come and join in and listen to all of the wonderful people that are here to share with you. So, thank you, Harvey. So let so honey, I want to just go back um, for a minute because one thing that we haven't talked about is spirituality and sexuality. And I'm being very honest with you. When I the first time I heard uh, this message about sexuality and spirituality being one. I was actually mm-hmm. in a unity church. <clears throat> Excuse me, I was actually in a unity church listening to my unity minister <laughs> and she <laughs> was giving a talk called God, Sex and Rock and Roll. <laughs> and she said God is in every orgasm. Now, I'm telling you right now, I heard <laughs> I came from a very traditional uh, Baptist church, <laughs> and there were no conversations like that going on. And I was really blown away because that was the first time I got that God and sex are one. Mm-hmm. You know, like God is in every orgasm, really. I mean, like I was having sex and, you know, and having the wonderful, pleasurable experience. But when I was saying, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, I would be putting my hand over my mouth saying, oh, my goodness, I'm blaspheming. (laughs) I thought I was going to get struck by lightning or something because that's the way I was taught, that you don't don't mix God and sex together, you know. And then, you know, of course, how silly that is because God made it, right? (laughs) God created created sex the only way we got here, like you said in the beginning of our show. Was mommy and daddy, or yeah, mommy and daddy, 
got together mm-hmm. and created us. So that was such an eye-opening experience for me. God is in every orgasm. So the spiritual connection between the uh, two people that come together, and even, like I said, even when we're in, we're in our self-pleasuring, God is there mm-hmm. because God is everywhere. So I just yeah. wanted to bring that out. Just, that is just so powerful to me. That, that, that is. <laughs> and that is. Because this, if you think of it, it's amazing because we didn't, you know, we're not here because somebody sprinkled some fairy dust over some grass or we didn't come from a stork <laughs> or or anything like that. We are here because of um of sex and sexual energy and feminine and masculine energy coming together. Um and and combining, you know, it's not just these juices being combined, but two souls coming together for that time to spark just enough energy in order for us to happen. So, yeah, it definitely is a, a, a spiritual experience. And in my research, and I love this research that I get to do for these shows, the shows but um, in my research, I um, saw that, um, a, you know, doctors or, or, or scientists or whatever you want to call them are doing some um, laboratory work with orgasm and noticing that, the studies have shown that brain waves during an intense orgasm resemble the brain waves of a person in deep meditation. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How that for meditation? <laughs> because you know what? When you're in meditation, where are you? You're in bliss, right? I love yes. that word, bliss. Yes. You're in bliss. Yes. And when you're in orgasm, what are you in? You're in bliss. You're in bliss. You're in a higher state of consciousness, you know. And um, and so, you know, that, again, you know, I say it's not about the bump and grind, but to me it seems like that's what I want to obtain, like that higher state of consciousness that allows me to connect with God and spirit, you know, Um and so that brings the 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 um you know more to me, and this is my my opinion, but more value into the experience. Oh, absolutely! And then, and you know, and all of that that leads up to the orgasm. Okay, you know, you know, just like we were talking about from the touch, from from just you know just a feel like a little tickle, just running up the body, you know. And how how you build up and you build up and you build up and the body is so amazing because you know you get that beautiful pleasure and and then when you kind of let it go and then you bring it back up again and you, that's your energy you can bring your energy up you can you can make it do what it do when you want it to. <laughs> as my as my good girlfriend Deborah would say, make it do what it do. <laughs> But I love that we have the we have the power to create that. We can make it happen, and and it's a truly a mind thing. And I, you know, I know there's a word that I probably won't. But, I, but anyway, I used to have someone that used to say to me, "It's a mind f." You know what I'm trying to say? But you know, it is a mind thing. You know, it starts with our mind. And you know, there are some people I know that that. 
may not even understand about orgasm, may not even have experienced it. And I know that's something that we're going to be talking about, Vani, because there are women and probably men uh, who have never had an orgasm, don't know what that feels like. So they may be saying, what in the world are they talking about? Um, Right, right. So I'm I'm hoping to uh to bring more enlightenment into into that conversation. Yeah, yeah. We definitely out, be expanding on that. Yeah. I also found out in research that only about thirty percent of women are having orgasms. Mhm. Wow. Wow. That's not a lot. And um, and the and the difference between a vaginal orgasm or clitoral orgasm and a G spot orgasm. Now that's another thing. So let me ask you, sexual health and wellness coach, when it comes <laughs> to the orgasm, the clitoral orgasm and the vaginal orgasm, a lot of women are saying. Um, you know, they don't get the orgasm with penetration. Mm-hmm. Um, can mm-hmm. you maybe help us to understand why? Because I think with the, with the uh, with the vaginal orgasm, you really have to touch that G spot. You got to find that G spot. <laughs> right, right, and that's actually not um, uncommon. Um, a lot of women, they have their their orgasm through clitoral stimulation and through masturbation as well. So whether it be with a partner or by themselves, that um, is, again, we're talking about research and, I mean, some experience too, but um, that that is the way that most women are um, attaining their, their orgasm. And I have something right here that says that um, 34% out of doing a survey, you know what I think I'm going to do, we're going to do our own survey. But um, <laughs> That would be a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that 34% of women are having orgasms by using um, masturbation, whether it be their fingers or rubbing against something or that shower head, that, you know, that (laughs) some water play. And then about 14% for both oral sex and using a vibrator. And then it gets into some other statistics about um, the G-spot. You mentioned the G-spot. And about 3%. So... 3% 3% of women are able to um, get orgasm using um, stimulating the G-spot. So You know, that, that G-spot is, is a little tricky character. He's a little, she's a little tricky character, that little G-spot. <laughs> and so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I heard, I believe it was Dr. Berman say, you know, find out, Find your G spot first. Don't rely on your partner to find it for you. Yes. You gotta know yeah. where your stuff mm-hmm. is and where mm-hmm. you you know, where your uh erogenous zones are. You gotta know what turns you on so that you don't have expectations with your partner and uh, and, right. and you know, and they don't know where your stuff is, where you where you you know, how you get turned on. You gotta know for yourself. So I would encourage the sisters 
Go exploring and your beautiful, beautiful yoni. God gave you that beautiful, amazing yoni. Explore her. Get to know her. Get to know what she feels like. Get to know all the ins and outs and find that G-spot. And, you know, through your own self-pleasuring, you can find out how amazing and different the orgasm (laughs) is. It's a different orgasm with that G-spot. I'm telling you, baby girl, the first time I had that, I was telling myself. I was about 16, and, um, you know, in, my, in the guy's basement of my, my guy friend, and that was the first time, and I had had other orgasms, but I couldn't believe this thing. It, it was just amazing. It was amazing. So I just want to say, go find it and find out for yourself how wonderful and amazing that G-spot orgasm is. Totally different from mm-hmm. the clitoral orgasm. It's all good, but it's just different. Mhm. Mhm. And with that, you know, I want to say that by us doing that and by you exploring yourself, you are empowering yourself with your pleasure. You're putting the responsibility of your pleasure in your own hands, and I, the pun is intended. <laughs> but, but, yeah, you are. So, again, you are empowering yourself for your pleasure. So, therefore, you'll be able to communicate more effectively with your partner as to what pleases you what pleases you in a loving and nurturing way. And that together will help with intimacy and connection because, you know, at the end of the day, that's what we want, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and again, I want to just go back to, you know, I know we're talking a lot about partners. I know there are a lot of single ladies and single men out there who don't have anyone right now. Or who may be choosing not to, you know, to, to maybe choosing to be celibate, um, and that's all good. Uh, however, you know, self-pleasuring is awesome. Solo pleasure is totally and completely okay, and I would say very important to our health and well-being. When we realize that the, that having an orgasm lowers blood pressure. Hello. Yeah. Can we get rid of some of them <laughs> pills? Can we put the pharmacists out of blood pressure pill business? Can just have some more God give us everything to keep us healthy and whole and well? The answer is mm-hmm. yes. I raise my hand to that. Yes. So yeah. you know, and I, in, in my research, I learned that you know part of having an organ, I mean, it helps to lower blood pressure. Yeah, it does amazing things. So, and you know, and the blood pressure pills, Bonnie, we're finding out are are wreaking havoc upon the male lingam. It's not allowing men to get erections. So here you got a beautiful brother who wants to make love to his woman, and he's not able to because his blood pressure is sky high. And so you know, but let you know, finding ways to be able to get him. To have orgasm, have orgasm, have orgasm, and watch those numbers go down, 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 down. Throw away the pills and go and have a wonderful, happy sex life. Yay, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Give thanks and praise. 
And I mean, and you mentioned blood pressure. And what we find is that heart disease mm-hmm. is the number one killer for women. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so when I think of blood pressure, you know, I, I am thinking about the heart. So, you know, opening up our heart to pleasure, to pleasing ourselves. And this may sound, you know, just simple words to say, but, again, really just being present as to, you know, to what's going on with you and building that capacity to just opening up to being receptive to love, loving yourself, you know, um, in a more whole and and complete way. Because, again, you know, when we're able to do that, now that's some some phenomenal loving right there. Mm -hmm. Love up on ourselves. Love up on ourselves. And I want to just say one more thing that may give uh, some encouragement uh, to the family to uh, really uh, start having more wonderful sex uh, and self-pleasuring is sisters and brothers, it burns calories. Burns calories, burns calories, burns calories. <laughs> yes. When I said yes. that, I said, you mean to tell me I ain't got to get on the on the, on the um Anymore, I could just go ahead and have a lot of orgasms and burn some calories. So, uh, um, it, it just you know we're laughing uh, about this, but it is very, um, it's serious, you know, and yeah. it yeah. it's phenomenal how we can. What did you? What was the phrase that you used in class? Affordable health care. Yes, affordable health care. About that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition to everything that we're doing, we're learning how to do the tapping with the touching, uh, and now we're learning that through orgasm we can create better health and well-being. Euphoria. Mm-hmm. You can walk around with a smile on your face instead mm-hmm. of because you are, you know, having orgasm. You know, this one lady said she has 11 a day. God bless her. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm going to have to catch up with that sister. <laughs> so listen, Vani, I do want to bring in uh, a little bit about nutrition because I know how important it is for us to be in good health, eating things. Yeah. You know, our flyer is phenomenal. Uh, the mm-hmm. flyer we have posted up on Facebook, family, love, sex, and nutrition, uh, we have a beautiful flyer uh, on my Facebook page, so Kealana, go check it out, go check it out. Eggplant, what else is on there? Some lemons and um, spinach? <laughs> so tell, us, tell us a little bit about how what we can eat um, mm-hmm. that will help, um, you know, have better, healthier orgasms or keep ourselves, you know, healthier, help men to be able to... Um, you know, be more vibrant, and mm-hmm. just maybe getting more moist. Can you give us some suggestions? Okay. Mm, yes, I can. So one of the things that I stress is water. Absolutely. Um, yes. yes. Alkaline water. water too. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so, yes, a, a, a good quality of water and water because, a lot of times we are dehydrated. 
um, when we talked about, you know, blood pressure and, um, you know, health concerns. So we are we are dehydrated. Yeah, we're drinking, you know, coffee and liquids like coffee and soda and juices and things, but we want to get down to the basics of having a good quality water to help flush out the toxins that have been accumulating in our body through just the things that we eat, the things that, you know, the the toxins that we can't control from our environment. So we want to do that because the body is constantly trying to rid our body of toxins and reach a state that's called homeostasis. And, um, we, you know, we do a good job with throwing things off balance and off wax. So, again, you know, I suggest it's affordable. Pretty much everybody has access to it, and that that's water. Another thing is that you want to eat foods that are clean. And when I say clean and clean, clean, I mean foods that don't have the pesticides and herbicides that are sprayed on a lot of our produce and vegetables. Because what they have found is that these this produce they um they throw our hormones off of whack. So whether it be you know you see a lot of things with children with behavioral um, complications and things like that, but. Let's look at the adult now. So we're an adult, and we've been accumulating and eating these things for years and years and years, and not saying that you can't have, you know, um, your candy or, you know, things like that, but an abundance of that accumulates in our body, and it throws it off wax. And when we're eating things that are being sprayed with these toxins, again, that's going to throw our hormones off of wax. So, um, you know, not getting really into food, certain foods um, specifically, we will do that. But right now I just want the audience to know that let's just cut out doing the toxic foods and the franken foods that are made in laboratories. We want to get back to clean eating, whole eating, you know, fruits and vegetables that are going to add that nutrient to our, our body. Um, that are not just going to help us with our sexual vitality, but of course that's going to help us, you know, overall. It's going to, you know, it's a it's a win win situation um, with that. Um, with men, one thing that I suggest are pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds are they contain zinc in them, and women too. Pumpkin seeds are good, but men for sperm health and reproductive health and. Um, and also have for, of course, with the prostate and things like that, pumpkin seeds and pomegranate and some palmetto are good to help with the reproductive system, um, specifically for men. I know we've been doing a lot of talking about women, so I wanted to throw that um, plug in, you know, so the men that are online and, uh, you know, they feel more included in the conversation, even though I know they're getting some really good nuggets from the conversation um, that we're having here. And um, and then this is not food, but it's still um, nourishment, and that is moving, moving our body, you know, moving our, our hips. You know, we do hip movements in class. And so what we're doing is, you know, we're we're moving that energy source, that pelvic source or um, the pelvic movements to get things that are stagnant, to get them moving. 
And we want to get into doing that more, especially the older we get. We're now outside, you know, running and playing and doing things we may have not have done when we were kids and in our youth. But we want to get back into that type of playfulness. And, um, and so that's why we do the movement, and that's something that both men and women can do um, by themselves or, or together. Oh, absolutely. Movement is vital. Vital, mm-hmm. vital. That movement that takes place during the uh, sexual experience between uh, male and female is the same movement that you're talking about. It's the, you know, yeah. it's the pelvic, it's the hips, you know, you're really getting that thing moving. And so if you practice, 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 you, uh, you can do that and you can get that energy moving and uh, that vitality going and growing. So, yes, do that. You know, I was going out at 3 o'clock in the morning, standing on my porch, and I would do my movement. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the yes. would be chirping, and I would be just taking in all that energy, learning, you know, getting my breath and everything. So beautiful, beautiful way to continue to uh, be healthy and well. And if you have a partner, just do it together, do it together. Boy, I mm-hmm. tell you, Bonnie, this hour has just gone by so quickly. It's absolutely it, it is almost it time is. for us to go. But I just wanted to ask you something really quickly. Mm-hmm. With regard to, uh, uh, and then we, we'll be having more in-depth conversations about oral sex, but um, someone mentioned um, mm-hmm. uh, putting mango in the in the yoni, and um, if, and if and if he loves mango, <laughs> that can be a wonderful experience for both of you. Uh, what do you think about that, girl? Look, you you have me at mango. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you know how easy a mango is, girl. It would just be dripping all yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. I would just say, yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so mango has um different components and nutrients in it that do help uh, with reproductive health. Um, I did I don't have that information right in front of me specific for mangoes, but um, just the we can just talk about just the juiciness of the mango and mangoes and peaches. You know, bringing those types of things into the bedroom that are just sweet and succulent and just. You know, tantalizing. I I I love mango. Like I said, you you mentioned that, and I'm like, Whew, girl, you right on point with that one. <laughs> you are uh, right. A sister friend of mine shared it with me, and I guess that's the experience she has with her with her partner. But when she she lit up when she talked about it, I said, girl, that's when I got to try. I haven't tried that one yet. So <laughs> wow, it, yeah. you know what? This has been just a joy and a pleasure to be able to have this yeah. conversation. I know we talked about a lot of things tonight, but we'll be, you know, getting into more things later on every Friday, 7 Get your week groove on with Vani and Z on Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. Share it with some friends and come back and join us again Next week, Bonnie, is there anything that you want to say to the family before we leave them tonight? I just want to just thank everyone for tuning in this evening. 
and um, and part of this experience with ZNI, I am truly just blessed and overwhelmed to be here and have the opportunity to deliver this message. I am very passionate about sexual wellness and education. I think that it's something that is being missed um, in on the mainstream um, society. So, you know, I know that things start small. And so I, what I encourage our listening audience to do is, you know, to take our conversation and explore that conversation with someone else, whether it be a partner or a sister friend, you know, or or your child. Um, I, I, I'm a mother, and um, I have an 11-year-old daughter who is amazing. And we have conversations about sexual education because it's not something that I want her to find out on the street. So by us having us getting comfortable with having this conversation, what I hope to see is that we're able to continue the conversation going on um, with others. And, again, I just thank everyone tonight, um, and I look forward to um, seeing you all or, or having you all here with us next week and the week after. And um, I just want to say peace and blessings. Peace and blessings, and I love you all so much. I love you, my sister. Thank you so much. I love you, We're going to lead out with a song from our amazing Ohio players. Can we do that? Can we do that? We got that. All right, sis. I love you. Be blessed. I love you, too. Peace. Getting to the airport have to be such a dilemma. The driving, parking, finagling a ride. Well, if you take Uber, it doesn't. It's easy. Just install the Uber app. Enter your destination, confirm your location, and within minutes, a car will pick you up. Whether you're catching the red eye or taking off at the crack of dawn, you can request a ride 24-7. So avoid the hassle. Install the Uber app now and take your first ride today. Uber, the better way to get there. <laughs> 